And so we're going to start a series next week called Generosity. So keep that in mind uh, this morning. Today, however, we are going to finish up our series called Seasons. I hope that this has been... Um, Yes, you don't even know what I'm going to say. I hope that this has, has really affected your life and it has grown you and it has uh, caused you to embrace whatever season that you may be in in life because as we have learned and as we're going to learn again this morning that we all go through seasons. That just like with seasons of weather and climate change which are designed to sustain life on this planet and to grow things, you and I as Christians, we go through spiritual seasons and they are designed, whether you want to believe it or not, they're designed to grow us. They're designed to nurture us, to, to mature us in the things of God. And that they all have a purpose. As a matter of fact, our, our, our main text that we've been looking at is Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. We're going to read verse 1 and then verse 11 again. The Bible says this, that for everything there is a, a season. For everything there is a season. Now, just let me clarify this. this it's not necessarily talking about marriage that you know we're just oh honey I've been married to you my season's up I'm I'm ready uh, you know God has another season for let's just let me clarify that because I know how people are sometimes they'll be like yeah well that's what pastor Scott said that for everything there's a season there's a time to be married and then there's a time to you know to go off and 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 remarry someone that's that's not what we're talking about okay now there may be seasons of 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 ebbs and flow in your marriage but you got to stay the course, right? It's kind of like being a Razorback football fan right now. You just and a Dallas Cowboys fan. You you you're a true fan, regardless of of the wins or losses. You're gonna stick it out. I don't I don't know I don't I don't know why I'm saying that this morning. But maybe somebody was in the process of giving up on their marriage and going to find another spouse because their season's up. But I, I just felt like I needed to say that. So anyway, should I start over? For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Verse 11, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. You, you may be going through a tough season right now and you may think that, man, this is difficult, this is painful. But the Bible says that God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He's a God of redemption. He's a God of restoration. He's a God of resurrection. He's a God of, of uh, just restoring things that maybe the enemy has stolen from us. God is into this. He, he makes everything beautiful in its own time. I've told you over the course of these last three weeks that, um, that I believe that there are four spiritual seasons that we go through. Now, there, there could be different names that you could come up with. We're going we're gonna to show you the four. I believe that the four seasons are the dry season, the pruning season, the growing season, and the harvest season. You may could come up with some other names like the wilderness season, um, uh, the waiting season, uh, the, the planting season. But I believe that no matter what names that you come up with, that at the core of the season that you come up with, it's going to fit into one of these four categories right here. And it's important that we understand these four seasons because we are always in one of these four seasons. I told you last week that we are never not in a season. We're no longer in summer, but just because we're not in summer doesn't mean that we're not in another season. Now we're in fall. We're getting really close to, to winter. Um, but the same thing is true spiritually. You may no longer be in the dry season, but just because you're not in a dry season doesn't mean that you're not in any of the other seasons. We're always 
in one of these four seasons right here. And the reason I wanted to really do this series and the main goal behind this is so that since we're always in one of those seasons, we need to determine which season that we're in, embrace it. You say, well, pastor, I don't like that. You've got to learn to identify, embrace it, and recognize that for everything there is a season. There's a time for every activity under heaven, and God has made everything beautiful for its time, which means there is a purpose for the season that you are in. Whether it's dry, whether it's the pruning, whether it's the growing, whether it's the harvest, there's a purpose for the season that you're in. And I think that this should give us a whole new perspective of how we look at the seasons that we're in in our lives. Because God is trying to work something in that season to set us up for what He has next for us. I, just a little recap, and I don't want to spend a lot of time here, but, but the dry season in week number one, we talked about how the dry season is where you feel like that, that maybe God is at a distance, that maybe you feel like that I haven't felt these uh, presence in a long time and things just feel dry. I try to pray and I'm doing the right things, but I just feel, I just feel disconnect. And I told you that there are really three reasons why someone might experience a dry season. Number one is pretty obvious. It's because of unconfessed sin. If you have unconfessed sin in your life, you're going to experience a dry season. Uh, the other is that we get uh, spiritually dehydrated. When we're, not, when we're not taking in the Word of God and we're not um, drinking in the, 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 the living waters of God, we're going to get spiritually dehydrated. We're going to become spiritually dry. But if, it's, if you know that there's not any unconfessed sin, and if you know that you're in the Word of God, there's actually one other reason why someone may experience a dry season. And that's because God is transitioning you into a new season. The week number two, we talked about the pruning season. And how that, that God will actually uh, prune us. Jesus said that, that He is the vine. His Father is the vine dresser. We're the branches. And He says the branches that don't bear fruit, they're going to... They're going to be cut off and thrown into a fire. But the branches that do bear fruit, which means people that are producing fruit and actually growing in the things of God, he says, I'm, I'm even going to prune them so that they will produce more fruit. That God always has better for us. He always has more for us. He always has an increase for us. So what God is going to do during the pruning season is He's going to find things in your life that are inhibiting you from growing closer to Him and growing in the, and reaching your fullest potential. So He's going to begin to cut things away. He's going to begin to prune away things so that you can grow and reach your fullest potential in Christ. And then last week we talked about the growing season. How, that, how the, the growing season is a season of change. It's a season of stretch where God is stretching us because He's trying to enlarge our capacity to handle what He has next for us. And it's, it can be painful. It can, you know, it may seem like that you're going backwards, but, but God is he's stretching you. And I believe that's really kind of where we are as a church, that God is stretching us uh, because He's trying to enlarge us to handle what He has next for us. Today we're going to look at the harvest season. I know that, that probably all of you have been looking forward to this one because you're like, everyone, this is the season that we all want to be in. Y'all going to preach with me this morning? Or are we gonna... <laughs> this, this is the season that everyone wants to be in. This is the season that we all look forward to. This is the season where we see the fruit come out. We see the, uh, the, uh, the reward of all the hard work. 
The reward of, 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 of a, a determination and commitment and faithfulness and, and, and continuing to keep doing what's right even when it's hard. This is the, the harvest season. This is the season that makes the pain and the difficulty of all the other seasons worth it. It's kind of like, now I've never been pregnant. Um, and and if, if I ever get pregnant, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to make a lot of money, but... Um, but uh, where was I going with that? But, but it's, it's kind of like with pregnancy, that the, the, the pain, the, the labor, the, the emotions, all the, the sickness that, that you ladies endure for, for, for nine months, the process that's painful. But, but when that beautiful baby boy or that beautiful baby boy is birthed, it's like, what did I say? Boy or girl and whoever, what? or thing, whatever it is that, that is birth, when, when that happens, that's the harvest. That's the reward. It, it makes the pain of the process worth it. I know you may second guess that when they're two and three and, and teenagers. Was that worth it? I don't know. But, but you ladies can remember this. Those of you that's given birth, you know man, it's, it's worth it. That's the harvest. It's worth it. And so what I want to do this morning is, is I want to share with you um, just, I, I don't know really what you would call them, but there's kind of just talking points, but, but four points that I want you to write down about the harvest season, because there's certain things that we need to remember about the harvest season. There are certain laws that happen, because all of us are believing for a harvest, but, but the harvest doesn't happen without certain things. And then even when it does happen, there are certain things that we have to remember because everything is beautiful for its own time. There's something that we can learn from the harvest season. There's something that God is trying to do for us in that harvest season that's going to make us better. So if you're taking notes this morning, here's the first thing. There is no harvest without planting. This one almost can go without saying, but um, I, just, I just feel like this is something that we need to talk about. That there is no harvest without planting. Things don't just happen. Harvest, a harvest doesn't just happen. A blessing doesn't just happen. There are things that have to take place in order for the harvest to happen. Things don't just happen. And planting happens, listen, this is very important, planting happens in the form of choices. Whether directly or indirectly, um, the harvest is going to be a result of either our choices or someone else's choices. The harvest that we experience is, is a result of someone planting some seeds. And those, the, that planting takes place in the form of choices. Everything that we experience, everything that happens to us, everything that happens in us, everything that happens for us is the result of a choice. Whether it was made by us or whether it was made by someone else, whether it was directly or indirectly, everything that happens to us, in us, for us is the result of a choice, even sickness. Now just, just hold on to that because I know right now you're what? Let me, let me talk this out before you start throwing things. No one chooses to be sick. Okay? There are certain things, certain choices that we make that lead to sickness. 
There are certain things that we expose ourselves to that, that leads to sickness. But even if you can't identify any choice that you made or any choice that someone else made that may, that may have led to sickness, you can trace it all the way back to the Garden of Eden. To the very first human beings. When Adam and Eve made a choice to disobey God. And because of that choice, that choice was a seed that was planted. And as a result of that choice, we, we, now, we now have sin in our world, we have sickness in our world, we have disease in our world. So you may or may not have been the one that actually made that choice, but because of a choice, because the, a seed was planted, a harvest was, was produced. Now you may be here this morning saying, well, well that's, not, that's not fair. I, I, I know. There's a lot of things that doesn't seem to be fair, but it's a law of the harvest, and it can work both positively and negatively, just like the law of gravity. You can, you can utilize that for the good, or it can, it can work uh, to your disadvantage. If you fall off a cliff, you guys say, well, I didn't mean to fall off, and you know, well, since I didn't mean to fall off, why did I... Why did I hit the bottom and, you know, break my leg? Well, it's, it's because the law of gravity. It's going to work. You, you sowed a seed. You made a choice. But when it comes to the things that, that we want to see, when it comes to the good, we have to understand that we've got to sow some seeds in order to experience the harvest because there is no harvest without planting. Why am I saying that this morning? Because I believe that there are a lot of people who are expecting harvests and they don't have any seeds planted. And, and just keeping this in the natural, I mean, it, you know how foolish that it is to expect for, for corn or, or um, uh, peppers or tomatoes or squash or, or cucumbers. It's foolish to be expecting those to come up in your garden if you have never planted any of those seeds. Now, we can all realize that that would be foolish, right? I mean, you can stand out there. You know what? You can even pray. You can even get out there and pray over your garden. Lord, I pray that in the name of Jesus, I command cucumbers to pop up. And God's going to be like, that's one of my dumb kids. <laughs> because there's, 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 no, there's no seed that's planted. Are y'all following me this morning? Okay, now, just as we can understand that naturally, we, I think a lot of times we don't get that spiritually. We're praying for God to do things. We're believing God for a harvest, but we don't have any seeds planted. A lot of people are expecting a financial harvest, or let's just call it what it is, a blessing. We're expecting financial blessings, works, but we don't have any seeds sown. We don't give. We don't give our tithe. And we're going to talk about this in the next series. But we don't have any seeds planted, but yet we're expecting a harvest. Some people are expecting promotions at work, but they don't even have any seeds of hard work or showing up on time. They don't have any of those seeds planted. This is good, whether you're going to agree with it or not. A lot of people are expecting their dead marriage to get better, but they're not sowing any seeds of life. They're not sowing anything that's, that's going to lead to that harvest. And you can't expect a harvest without planting seeds. You can't hope. One of my favorite lines from uh, the movie Deepwater Horizon is, is uh, and I forgot the character's name, but he says, hope is not a tactic. 
Hope is not a strategy. You can't just hope that things get better. Well, man, I, I sure hope that I get a promotion. I sure hope that, that my marriage gets better. That's, that's not a tactic, my friend. Just like wishing. It, there, there's really, I mean, you can wish all you want, but there's got to be some seeds that are planted. And so there is no harvest without planting. Here's the second thing that you need to remember. The harvest is for God's purpose. The harvest is for God's purpose. When God blesses you, when God increases you, when God expands you, when God causes, causes you to have more, it's, it's for one purpose and one purpose alone. To advance His cause. It's, it's, to, it's to glorify Him. It's all for Him. Remember when we talked about the pruning season, um, it, it says that, that God will prune uh, the branches that are bearing fruit so that they'll produce more fruit. He wants... He wants to bless you and have a harvest in your life for His purpose so that, so that you can help um, expand and influence His kingdom. So you can help more people come to know Him. It's all about His purpose. He wants to grow you so that you can handle what's next for you. He, the purpose of growth, I taught you this last week, is always to advance a, a cause. It's, it's never growth for the sake of growth. It's always to advance a cause. So when, when God produces a harvest in us, when God blesses us, it's always for His purpose. In the realms of finances, God's not going to bless you with more money just so you can have more stuff. And if that's your mindset, then, then you're never going to get that blessing. But God will bless you because He wants you to be a conduit to which He can bless other people. So if I know, I'm going to pick on you because you're sitting in the front row, Courtney. If I know that, that Courtney is going, to, is going to, to, to share with others and help other people with the things that I give her, I'm going to give her more than anyone else because I know that she's going to utilize that wisely to help me reach and bless other people. When God is pouring out blessings, He's looking for people who are faithful. He's looking for people who are obedient. He's looking for people who are going to love others and share His love, and share the things that God gives them with other people. So, so we have to know this, because everybody's like, I'm ready for a harvest season. I'm, I'm ready for the blessings to come. And I think that God wants me to remind you this morning and to ask yourself this question, why do you want to be blessed? Why do you want the harvest? Because if it's all about you, then you're missing the point and the purpose of the harvest. The harvest is for God's purpose. So when the harvest comes, when the blessing comes, it's so you can advance God's mission. Let me just touch on this for a little bit. There are a lot of people in, the, in this room this morning, and God has blessed you with an amazing talent. And the purpose of that is not so you can make your name great, not so you can you know, get a lot of likes on Facebook or YouTube or, or, or social media, but it's so that you can advance His kingdom. Bring Him glory by the way that you play those drums or guitar, or the voice that you have to sing, or the, or the craft and skill that God has given you. The same thing with our treasures, with our, fi with our finances. God blesses us so that we can give back to the kingdom of God so that other people can know Him. I mean, this is... I don't want to get too much into the coming series, but this is, this is the whole purpose of generosity that God has... God has blessed us and wants to bless us so that we can be a blessing to other people.
Matter of fact, let's read this, Proverbs eleven twenty five. It touches a little bit on, on generosity. It says this, the generous, the, that's, that's the opposite of greedy. Greedy is, is selfishness. I want more money or I want more stuff because I just want it. But a generous person will prosper. Now this is, this is um, obviously this is the word of God, that, that God will bless us as we are generous. He says, the generous will prosper those who refresh others. In other words, those who are, are blessing other people, those who, those who are distributing the things that God places in their hands, they themselves will be refreshed. God is going to make sure that He is going to give seed to the sower. The one who continues to give out, God is going to bless those. It's all about fulfilling His purpose. If God knows that you're going to hoard things up, and that's the only reason that you're looking for a harvest, the harvest is not going to come for you. The harvest is for God's purpose. We always have to remember that. And the reason we have to remember that is because the temptation in a harvest season is to get so caught up in our blessings that we forget to cling to God. Because it, it's, it's, we could very easily, in a harvest season, when everything's going good, when life is good and blessings are coming, Promotions are happening. Kids are on good behavior. I mean, we're just living in a harvest season. If we're not careful, the temptation will be to, 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 to overlook the fact that it's God that's the one that's doing all that. So even in this harvest season, we've got to be reminded that this is all God's. This, God has blessed me with this. Man, God, thank you. There, there's not a day that doesn't go by. You can ask my kids this. We have prayer every single night with the family. There's not a day that doesn't go by that the first words when I pray with the family is like, God, thank you for everything that we have. We realize that we are a blessed family because we honor you. The blessings and the harvest is for God's purpose this morning. We have to remember that. To keep clinging to God in this season just as we would in any other season. Point number three, we reap in a different season than we sow. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2 says this, the second part of this, I believe it says, there's a time to plant, next slide please, there's a time to plant and there's a time to, to harvest. Obviously those, those, those aren't the same time, right? Is that, is that too simple or is that difficult? Um, <laughs> there's a time to plant and then there's a time to harvest. And the point is, is that we reap in a different season than we sow. Some people will say, well, when I get money, then I'll start giving. Or, or when, when God does this, then I'll do that. And what, what we're doing is, what we don't understand is that we're expecting a harvest while we're in a planting season. And you can't force fruit. I told you that last week. You can't, you, you can't force fruit. You can't, you can't force the, 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 the harvest to happen. There's a time to plant, and then there's a time to harvest. And what, what a lot of people are doing is they're expecting a harvest while it's planting season. I was thinking about even just, I'll, I'll use college students because my son's in college, but, but this is for, for everyone that's, that's in school, anyone that's in education, anyone that's trying to get an education so that one day you can have a, a good career or a good job. 
we, they, did I hear somebody over here say preach it? I, don't, I, don't, I thought I heard something over here. But, but, but we're, in this, we're in this planting season. When you're in college, when you're in school, you're, you're in a planting season. You're, you're sowing seeds or you're, you're being taught. You're, you're, you're being educated. And, and I know right now we're expecting the income. We're expecting the, the, to see the fruit. And we're over here trying to, oh, well, I just wish I had this. I wish I had that. But what we need to understand is that right now we're in a planting season. The harvest isn't going to happen. We've got to keep planting. We've got to keep sowing the seeds. We've got to keep going to school. We've got to keep studying. We've got to keep doing all the right things. Because we're in a planting season. We're not in a harvest season. We're in a planting season. So, so we can't be over here in a planting season expecting the harvest to happen. Are y'all following me this morning? The planting and, 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 and harvest are two different seasons. And we always have to remember that. They don't happen in the same season, which means that you got to keep planting seeds even when you're not experiencing a harvest. You have to stay true to the disciplines that are required to experience the harvest. Man, you could apply this to everything. If you're trying to grow muscles, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to better your career and get, you know, get good schooling so you can get a good job one day. You're in a planning season. You have to keep with the daily disciplines right now. You have to stay within the process. Don't forfeit the payoff because you hate the process. The process is tough. Planting season can be tough. The dry season can be tough. The, the pruning season can be, can, can be tough. But that's the season that you're in right now. And you have to identify that and embrace that. And recognize the purpose behind that. I hope this helps somebody. Because you know we want to be in a harvest season. But the harvest season doesn't come without planting, right? So if you're in a planting season, know that... That's the season that you're in. So I, I've got to plant some seeds. I've got to sow some seeds. I, I've got to stay, stay true to the disciplines that are required for me to experience this harvest. Because eventually, last point, point number four, eventually the harvest will come. It will come. How do I know that? Well, first of all, because I'm a smart guy. <laughs> Second of all, okay, give us something solid, Scott. Second of all, the Bible tells us that. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says this, Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, I believe the King James Version says, in due season, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. That's, this is one of the laws of the harvest. It, it's going to happen. Now, it, it may not happen when we want it, but it's going to happen. And, and once again, back to point number one, um, it's going to happen because some seeds got planted. Now listen, listen, I know you want to preach with me, but either positively or negatively. You can be sowing some, some bad seed and may think that, well, hey, you know, Nothing's come of this. But eventually those sins or those, those wild seeds that you're sowing, those sins will find you out. They will show up. But on the, on, the, on the positive side of that, 
When I'm planting seeds, when I'm working hard, when I'm staying true to the disciplines, when I'm staying true to the Word of God and I'm believing God for things and, I, and I'm, I'm obeying His Word and I'm being faithful and I'm committed to the work of God and I'm committed to the process and I keep putting God first and keep trusting Him and all these things, eventually that harvest is going to come. If I don't get tired, if I don't get weary, the Bible says, be not weary in well-doing. Don't get tired of doing what's right. I know, I listen, I know I'm preaching to people this morning. I know that, that, that the temptation is to think, this isn't working. I've been reading my Bible faithfully for three straight weeks now, and I just don't see any change. I promise you, there's change that's happening. I, I, I promise you, just like, and I, and I don't want to get off track here, but just like when Jesus touched the blind man and, and they asked him, he says, what do you see? And he said, I see men as trees walking. So Jesus touched him again. There, there was a process to this healing. And first of all, he was touched and he, he could see men, but, but, but they look like trees. My point is, is there was a process to the healing. That there's some things that are happening in, in our lives. We may not see it on the surface, but on the inside, something's changing, something's happening, something is, is taking place. That, that seed underneath the ground, you don't see it on the surface yet, but that seed inside is, is breaking open and that, that source, that life is beginning to break forth. It's just right there, just about to break through. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't stop doing what's right. The harvest is the end result of everything that has gone on before. That's why it's so important to embrace whatever season that you're in. Because if you've been obedient in the other seasons, the dry season, the pruning season, the growing season, you will reap a harvest. But the key, and the Bible tells us there, the key is perseverance. What is perseverance? Enduring. Not giving up. Staying faithful, staying committed, staying true to the process. I, I believe that, that someone needs to hear this this morning is just, just some form of encouragement. You, you're, you're doing the right things, but, but maybe you don't, you don't see the results yet. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, the Word of God says that the harvest is going to come. It's going to come. So you've got to keep doing what's right. You've got to keep holding on to the promises of God. You've got to keep trusting that God is faithful. You've got to keep trusting that the Bible says that He hath, that hath begun a good work in me is going to complete it. I know that God is on my side. I know that God is for me. Because if He is for me, who can be against me? I know that God is going to see me through. I know that things are going to turn around. I know that I'm going to come into a different season. I've got to keep going through this. I've got to keep holding on to the promises of God. But eventually the harvest is going to come. But in the meantime, your song has to be louder than your situations. Your, your praise has to become louder than your problems. You've you got to keep trusting in God. You've got to keep depending and relying upon God and believing that the harvest is coming. It's coming. Because God is a... Is, and this, this sounds weird, okay? But I'm just going to say it like this. I think you know what I mean. But, but God is a is a seasonal God. He's, you, if God is doing something in your life right now and He has you in this season, you can't be trying to jump ahead over here because God has you right here because He's trying to, he's trying to work something into you. He's trying to, to prune you. He's trying to, he's trying to do a work that you wouldn't get if you're over here. 
So he has you in this season. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. I don't know where that's found. Go read the book of Psalms. You'll find it. Or Proverbs. One of those. You'll find it. But the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, which means if, if you're a, a person of integrity and you're honoring the Lord and you're, you're trying to live for Him, He's going to order your steps. You, you may not understand where He has you, but, but there's, those steps are ordered of the Lord. You may want to be over here, but God has you here because He's a, he's a God of order. He's a God of, uh, of season. He's working on you in this season so that He can prepare you for, for this season. When, when David was opposed by the bear and the lion, those, those were seasons that, that God was, was working on him. Because God knew that, that one day that, that he needed someone to, feed, to defeat this Philistine giant. But if David doesn't learn how to, how to de- de- defeat this bear and this lion, he's not going to be ready to handle what God has next for him. I hope you're tracking with me this morning. So God has us in whatever season that you're in. Dry, pruning, growing, harvest. Whatever season you're in, God has you there because He's trying to do something in your life. So don't look ahead and say, oh, I just want to be in the harvest season. I want to be in the harvest season. There's certain things that God can't teach you in the harvest season. God needs to teach you in the dry season, in the growing season, in the pruning season. But you can, but you can keep looking forward to the fact that the harvest season will come college students, that harvest, that payoff is going to come. It, it's going to come. But, but don't give up the process now because it, it's painful. Don't, or don't give up the payoff right now because it's, it's, the process is painful. That, that harvest is going to come. That, that, that person who's believing for their, for their lost child to be saved, I, I can promise you, I believe that it's going to happen, that the harvest is going to come. Because the, the Lord, is, His eyes are upon the righteous and His ears are open unto their prayers. God is hearing you. I just, I felt this week as I was preparing this, there's a statement I'm, I'm going to give you next. And it's not in notes and it's really, um, it really doesn't need to be in, in, in your notes. But um, there was something that, that God just kept telling me this week as I was preparing this. He says, I want you to make sure that you tell the people this on Sunday. And that is that some of you are standing at the door of a breakthrough. That, that right, literally right now, you're, you are at the door of a breakthrough. That maybe you're like the Israelites, you're, you're standing at the Jordan River and, and you, the promised land is, is just on the other side. And right now, you're, you're thinking that there's, there's no way I've, you know, I've traveled this far. I've done all this. I've been doing these things. I'm not seeing any fruit. I'm not seeing the harvest. I, I believe that God just wants me to tell you today that, that you are standing at the door of a breakthrough. To keep being faithful. Keep doing the right thing. Don't get tired of doing good. Don't get tired of, of being faithful. Don't get tired and burn out for doing the right things that God has you doing right now. Because in due season, the harvest is going to come. You're at the door of a breakthrough. Josh, would you come please and just begin to, to play some background music for us this morning. As I get ready to bring this message to a close, I, I, I think I would be remiss if I, if I didn't mention, speaking of the harvest, if I didn't mention just briefly the final harvest. And what I mean by that is that there is a day that's coming where Jesus 
is going to gather all of those who have been following Him and call them home. The final harvest. I found it interesting that that we read part of verse 11. I want to read the entire verse. I found it very interesting that it uses the word planted. It says, Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Watch this. God has planted eternity in the hearts of men, in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. There... There's a time for planting. There's a time for harvest. God has planted eternity in the heart of men. What does that mean? That there can't be a harvest without a planting. And if God has planted eternity in the hearts of men, there will be a reaping of eternity for every human being. Whether that's eternal damnation in hell, or eternal security, eternal paradise, eternal uh, relationship in heaven with God, paradise. But those seeds have been planted. And there's coming a day, whether, whether we see it in our lifetime, or whether it happens after we're, we have left this earth, the Lord Himself is going to come back and He's going to call all of those who have put their faith and their trust in Him We've taught on this. The Bible says that the, the dead in Christ will rise first. And those that are alive and remain will be caught up to be with, to meet Him in the air. And so shall we forever be with the Lord forever. There is a final harvest that's coming. The seeds have been planted. God has done His work through Jesus Christ. That work has been planted. But it's up to you and I to believe upon Jesus Christ as Lord. It's up to you and I to believe that, that what, what God has planted, that that's going to be the harvest that, that we're looking forward to, that I receive what God has planted in my heart. And if you're in this room today, if, if for those that may watch this online at a later time, if you're in this room, if you're watching online, if you haven't made the decision to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, Instead of harvesting this eternal life with Christ, there's going to be another consequence. Because of the choices that you made or that you didn't make by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But the hope that we have, Pastor Jerry, of knowing that because I've put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I know that, that whether it's whether it's through death or whether it's through the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, when I take my last breath on this earth, it'll be my first breath in heaven. That I'm going to spend eternity with God. And if you don't know that this morning, I, I urge you before we dismiss today to believe upon Jesus, to ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins, to come into your life and give you that, that redemption so that you can make heaven at your home. And I, and I want to encourage everyone this morning who's believing for the harvest in your life to, to don't get tired of doing good. Continue to be faithful. Continue to be uh, committed to the process. Continue to be uh, dedicated and determined. And I promise you, the harvest is going to come. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for this time that we've been able to, to hear the Word of God. Lord, I'm, I'm thankful, um, Lord, for the privilege and the opportunity that you've given me to teach your Word. God, I know that all of us look forward to this harvest season, Lord, a time where, where the rewards are, 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 are seen and manifested. 
Lord, we know that when that happens, God, the pain, the difficulty of the other three seasons are going to be worth it. God, help me this morning, God, to, to encourage, Lord, those who find themselves in, in another season besides the harvest season. Help me to encourage them this morning so that they would know that the harvest is going to come. I just got to remain faithful. I got to remain dedicated. I got to remain true. I got to keep doing what's right. I got to keep pressing in and keep worshiping God, keep praising God, keep giving God glory, even in spite of these difficult things that, that may be going on around me. He's the same God. The God on the mountain is the God in the valley. The God in the good times is the God in the bad times. He does not change. And God, I'm thankful that you're an unchanging God. Father, I pray for those right now, Lord, who may be wrestling and may be experiencing a dry season, a growing season, or a pruning season. God, that you would give them the assurance this morning and the encouragement and the hope and breathe the word into them, Lord, this morning that the harvest is going to come. Whatever that they may be believing you for, Lord, whatever that they may be expecting to happen, Lord, that it's going to come. But in the meantime, God, they need to keep sowing seeds because they can't expect a harvest if they don't have seeds planted. And Father, I pray, Lord, that right now, Lord, that you would just begin to impress upon every heart and every life today, God, how good that you are to them. Help them to never forget your promises. Help them to never forget your faithfulness, Lord. Help them to never forget, Lord, how good that you've been to them and that you're going to complete what you've started in their life. And God, we believe you for great things to happen in our, in our lives individually and in this, this body of believers as the church. And we're going to give you praise for everything that you're going to do and that you have done and that you are doing. In Jesus' name, amen.